1: com. this is Friday morning, this is Sex Talk with John T. Searle, I am all alone in the studio, this is unradio. this is unscripted, and this is uncensored, so I'd love for you to keep me company on 79 748 but if you are a good Liverpool supporter, you never walk alone, so we never walk alone, so we are never alone. And I think the more, the deeper you go into a spiritual journey, the less alone you realize that you are. Yesterday was Women's Day in South Africa, and to celebrate this, we are doing something really beautiful. Some of the women I have worked with on journeys of healing, of growth and exploration, have shared some of their journey via some voice notes that we are going to play during the show. And even though... Some of this is about me. It's more about what these women have gotten from it. It's about their journey, what they have learned. And over the years, I have had the incredible honor and privilege of spending time with women of incredible beauty and power, professionally and personally. And from all of you, I have learned so much in so many ways. Sometimes those lessons have taken a long time to be there. Um, sometimes more, more immediate, but it is a journey for which I am incredibly grateful. Um, and I see how much you struggle with your lives, how much you expand, how deeply you go into yourselves. Um, I've sat and I've watched your tears and I've listened to your pain and I've seen the heights that you go to um, and been able to share in those is the most beautiful, sometimes beyond words. And I thank you, every single woman who has been in my life in every way. I thank you. And even though the rest of the show is about women, this is not
0: Dirty Dictionary Word
1: Frictation. Today's Dirty Dictionary Word is frictation. The only clue I'm going to give you is frictation is not about women. So if you know what frictation is, WhatsApp on zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero, 748 And tell me what you think frictation might be. And as I said, the only clue, it's not about women. But the rest of the show is and about healing and about growth. You know, I went to give a talk last week in in Middleburg at a beautiful function called Bedroom Affairs and somebody was there selling sex toys and I do quite a lot of talks at women's events and very often there is somebody there selling sex toys and I will be honest and tell you that I don't really often listen to what they say. It kind of goes over my head because a lot of it's about the toys and you've heard it a few times. I heard something last week which really made me think of how much of this industry and the way it's presented is doing it for a man. And the most powerful and important thing to know is you heal for yourself. You don't heal for a relationship You don't heal for a partner. You don't heal for a man. You don't heal for a group. You heal for yourself. And until then, a healing journey is not about you. And if you're doing it for someone else, you're not doing it with the authenticity that it requires. You're not doing it from your heart. You are not doing it from your soul. And it's not about your heart or your soul. It's about changing something for someone else, being dependent on on someone else so heal for you <clears throat> and in that is the most amazing power of claiming yourself and i think in these journeys that we're going to hear from that's what so many women have done is claimed themselves and all that that i do and what my work does often is just provide a vehicle and a space and teaches you the tools to do that and that's really is what it's about it's about you. And the more we understand this, the more we understand that we are responsible for our happiness. We are responsible for our pleasure. The greater possibility we create for living the lives and having the relationships and the pleasure experiences that we would like to have. And when we do this, we're showing authenticity to the world. We're showing authenticity to our children. And in this, I have to say how incredibly proud I am of, of my daughter. Firstly, for the amazing woman she has becoming, the way that she is learning to conduct her life. And Gabor Mate says something really interesting that you can't help but screw your kids up. Cause as soon as you say no to a child the first time, that's what happens. All that you can do is give them the tools to heal and to grow. Their lives, and I see that in my daughter in the most amazing way, and one of the most beautiful and powerful expressions of this is the part she has played in the Amanla Women campaign that Cliff Central is running. Have a look at the pictures, the posters on, on on the Cliff Central website and on Cliff Central on Twitter. they are just magnificent, and the concept is beautiful, and it fills my heart to absolute overflowing so let's begin this journey
2: here um good morning so i just to share a bit of my journey um of my work that i've been doing with john t i've been working with john t probably about seven or eight months now i actually started working with him um in conjunction with my partner and we're doing a bit of partner's work and then um Earlier this year, I wanted to then, I asked if I could just continue, I really wanted to get into um, discovering my feminine self. So um, I'm sort of in my mid-40s, female, I work in a very dominated environment, um, and uh, for very much of my life, my parents brought me up extremely independently, and so I felt like I'd just let my sort of male energy really just sort of direct things come into flow, and it was, um, for me, what I felt like really overused. Um I've been on a, quite a deep soul journey for, for many years, um, and what I also wanted to, well, I'd reached a point where I really felt that I wasn't really getting into the deeper um, feelings or being able to really access the deeper feelings. Uh, my intuition, it just felt like it was blocked and uh, clogged, Um, Clogged literally is the word I'd used It felt like my cells were filled with sediment Um, My energy was very heavy So if I had to describe how I was I was pretty grumpy, just tired, extremely excessively tired um, Very lethargic, very kind of heavy um, Quite very analytical and I just yeah, I, I felt like I'd lost my sense of humour. <laughs> like I've just become a very um, sort of I'd say flatlined, non-feeling. But like I could, I felt, but not you know, just n- not really m- much would really get to me. And I felt that this was really Im- influencing my ability to be intuitive. Um, I just felt like I just wanted to soften here. so. Um, so that was kind of the conversation I set out with, with John T. Um, and in particular, I mean, I, I knew that he did good energy work and I, because I understand, you know, how the cells carry history and ancestry stuff. Um, I was curious, really, to see how the, all of this would unfold. And so so we started. And at the time, I guess, I mean, as I say, I was extremely fatigued, extremely stressed. I would describe myself as having monkey mind. I was quite detached from people. I was quite detached from my partner, quite distanced. I held a distance between myself and people. Um, yeah, it was just a... They're hard to connect with me hard to uh, you know vulnerability is not a word that um, I entertained although you know I kind of put put it on if I needed to so I'd act it out if I needed to but it 's not something I really connected to extremely well so since the work with with john T, um I'm, I'm certainly sure um you know in sit- Setting up this this conversation, I guess, I really just went through how I have changed and what's different about me, and maybe to the outside world, it wouldn't be so obvious. But I think the f- few f- things that I, I completely um, noticed is that when I first started working with John T and he was doing an energy release or an exercise and it came up, like I just had a picture of this tar, my cells and body and energy was filled with thick tar that was very difficult to to move although it could move and so i guess you know that's how i kind of saw my energy just this thick black tar and so um now it's very very clear um it's fluid it's flowing i feel more in flow i'm far more in tune with the things that i enjoy i actually feel kind of joyful or i feel happy can i can i'm able to tune into um, or access, I guess, is maybe a better word. I'm able to access my inner voice or inner sensing feeling. Um, I'm far more astute, so I describe it as a bullshit detector. It's like if people are bullshitting me, it's just like a bullshit detector. I, you know, it's like I kind of read energy, I guess. Um, I get a lot of sort of guidance from my own intuition now. Um, I'll have things drop into my consciousness or I have signs or symbols or little messages from people or songs or um, little kind of notes suddenly pop up. So the other day I was on a a walk with my dog and um, I usually, I never go the route that I do and on on the way back, underneath a tree there was a small little amethyst crystal. Um, Now, I mean, why I would see it, why I would walk that route and, you know, for me, crystals have quite a lot of meaning and it's been a, a, a small crystal, but beautiful Wow. And it's just been absolutely powerful, powerful. So lots has happened since I decided to pick that little crystal up. But yeah, I mean, it's just sort of having the intuition and the, when, when things come across my path to act on them. I'm far more self-confident. And in that, I'd say I'm far more self-loving. Um, I'm far more, um, I'm far more tuned into who I authentically am. And, and, and this sort of, I want to describe it as an authentic power. Um, and so it really is beautiful where I'm able to, I guess, merge, and it's a work in progress still. But I'm certainly able to merge my feminine and masculine energies where they almost like coexist. So it's a lot more, and that's why I say the flow is just absolutely beautiful. At work, I'm approaching conversations in a far more flowing, and a far more, you know, the feminine is leading. Yet I'm quite happy to do the reasoning and logic. My creativity is flowing. I've started writing a book around my own soul journey. Um, and so some really wonderful experiences. Importantly, I think one of the biggest, biggest things that has moved for me is it opened up into a very, very, very deep pattern that I discovered of being unwanted. And uh, hence this unwanted um, pattern and feeling, which for me extended beyond unlovable, um, really kept me separate from people, from my soul, from other people, from, um, <clears throat> you know, really engaging with emotion and with feeling and with vulnerability in the world, and so having you know resolved that or removed that, I feel like I'm more fully in the world, more fully in conversations, more fully present. Um, I'm far more even what I describe as mentally vulnerable. Um, so it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey um, to date. Very, I don't know, just and very gentle. And I think you know I've come out of it. I'm a far more sensual person. Um, just you know willing to to just soften i think my whole being is just softened and i've got in touch with the side of my sensuality my dress is different my hair is longer um and yeah i just i really i'm really really enjoying myself and i think another another thing that i've noticed is uh, when i met T is i had this monkey mind so it was jump 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 busy 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 all, all the time you know and at night as well and um, and as yes, I was thinking around what the, what are the kind of things that have changed, you know, these that is a lovely example um, is that my mind is really calm. It's a peaceful. I'm in a really really peaceful space. So, someone that um, you know, it's a, a wonderful exploration and wonderful exploration into faith, into actually working with energy, and then watching and seeing how things unfold. And John T is an incredibly. Um, you know, he's just the environment he creates is incredibly trusting. I think trust is just an amazing, amazing example of trust and integrity, and that's what's made this uh, this journey possible. So thank you so much, John T.
1: You know, there's so much in that, and, and one of the most powerful things that everybody who does a journey with me, because they start from a point of view of something sexual or, or relationship-oriented. That's generally how people come to me. And at some point, everybody says how a healing journey has everything to do with sex and has nothing to do with sex. That our sexuality is a reflection of everything else in our lives and how everything else in our lives becomes reflected in our sexuality. And that is an incredible journey to explore and how our sexuality can actually be a tool for internal exploration for internal and for personal inquiry and I gave a talk a while ago at some entrepreneurs forum that uh, York and I are continuing in a series of the parallels between sex and business and I started by saying that the way that you have sex is the way that you run your business and what you fear sexually is what you fear in life and your business is an extension of that and what you'll allow yourself in business is what you'll allow yourself sexually and there's this incredible parallel and as we start to free ourselves sexually how much we free ourselves in every other aspect of our lives how we start to question the way that we live our relationships health work money religion spirituality everything about that is connected on this incredibly Beautiful journey. And the power of that connection really can fuel growth in so many other areas of life. And we see how everything within us is one. Our sexuality is not in a vacuum. It's not this thing that we take out and use in very specific circumstances and then put it away again. That when we become more conscious of the sexual and sensual beings we are, how much more we connect to all of life. And we've actually used the word sensual in a way that detracts from what it really is. So we tend to put sensuality in a place that's connected to sex. Like sensuality is about foreplay and it connects to the foreplay of sex. And women enjoy sensuality more than men as a generalization. But sensuality is how we experience life. Through, firstly, our senses, sight, sound, taste, touch, smell, and then all of our other senses, our intuition and intimacy. And that's one of the most important words connected to sensuality is intimacy. Everything that's sensual is intimate. It touches something inside of us on a very personal level. The more sensual we become, the more intimate we become with ourselves first and then with life, with another. That there's this amazing connection, this relish of everything in life that is beautiful, that is sensual, that is powerful, that is delicious. And this includes all of who we are. And I wrote a piece last week that will go up on the Cliff Central website next week. And it was about being a human of emotions, which means that it was triggered by the fact that there is so much about being positive and thinking positive and everything is about being positive and all these positive thoughts. And every day I get from so many people and so many groups, these little spiritual pictures and memes of all of this wonderful positive stuff. And yes, that's absolutely important and vital. But it takes away from the fullness of who we are. And there's almost an implicit judgment of feeling down or feeling lonely or feeling low or feeling frustrated or feeling disconnected or feeling separated or feeling angry that you can't feel these things. The fullness of your humanity is to feel everything that you are and everything within you has a purpose. And one of the purposes of feeling all these so-called negative emotions, and I think it's one of the greatest disservices that we've been taught is that these emotions are negative, where in fact some of our greatest learning, some of our greatest connection comes from those moments, is the more that we feel them and acknowledge them within ourselves, the more we can within someone else. And the greater the compassion that we have, with someone because in that compassion is a connection to someone else is that incredible vulnerability and that's so much what a healing journey opens is the vulnerability
0: my journey with janti started a few months ago when i went to see him for a taoist massage i was exploring his work firstly as healing for myself but also as something i was interested in learning I'd been in a real rut for a long time and I'd tried various types of healing without really seeing any results, so I thought I'd give it a go. Being very self-conscious and self-critical about my body, not really liking physical contact from strangers and not knowing what to expect, I was quite nervous, but Jonti soon put me at ease and I had my first massage. Apart from being extremely relaxing and enjoyable, I could feel the energy building and moving in my body, which was a good sign. At that first session, Jonti spoke about power, possibility, pleasure, patterns, sensuality, sexual energy and vulnerability, words which now, after a number of sessions and a sensual massage retreat, I'm starting to understand. In this short time, I've learned so much about me and how beliefs and patterns can impact so many aspects of our lives, but I've also learned that this can all be changed. I've learnt the importance of touch and how to enjoy receiving and giving pleasure through touch. I've experienced intimacy and I can feel the walls coming down and my heart opening. It's been so liberating. I'm far more comfortable in my body, enjoying feeling the sensations, energies and pleasure on my skin and inside me. I've started to find the inner peace and happiness that's been missing. And friends are even commenting on the changes in me, saying that it's good to see me happy and smiling again. My spirituality is opening and I'm finally getting my own answers and truth. This work has had such an impact on me and it's so exciting to be finding me again and getting my mojo back. So thank you, Jonti, for providing the tools and space where I feel comfortable to allow it and for supporting me on my journey so far. And I look forward to what's still ahead of me.
1: What's beautiful to understand is how much one person's journey is everybody's journey. That so much within us is the same. And we tend to think that our issues are unique, and in a way they are simply because the uniqueness that we have and bring to life as individuals. But so much of this is simply a pattern. Um, we buy into and are born with tribal patterns, family patterns, religious patterns. And we spoke about this a few weeks ago when we did the show on Family Constellations. But your journey is my journey, and my journey is your journey. And the power of this is that the more that I can heal myself, the greater possibility there is for you to do the same. And in connection with each other, we make so much more of that possible. Um, an interesting thing about sexual fantasies that comes up quite often is that people think their fantasies are absolutely, absolutely unique and they're just theirs and just about them. And and so many workshops and forums and talks when we start to talk about this and people share what's inside of themselves and they share their fantasies. The beautiful thing is somebody else simply through the acknowledgement that somebody else has this fantasy is able to acknowledge that within themselves. And the beauty and the power of that is enormous um, in the sharing of it and It's in connection and in sharing that we really see ourselves. And, you know, you can go and spend 20 years sitting in a cave and meditating and on this amazing internal journey, and you will have a mind-blowing journey of yourself, and you will see things within yourself that very few people get to see. But the power comes in connection with someone else. Because at some stage, you need to step out of that cave and you need to step into the world and the beauty of that is then you're in relationship with someone else with other people and everything in life is about this relationship it's about the relationship you have with yourself with your heart with your body and very often we're disconnected from these aspects of ourselves we have never Consciously examined a relationship with them.
3: My journey with John T. I kind of think of you as the man with the gentle hands. <laughs> you reminded me how precious it is to acknowledge myself, to feel, to feel my body, my mind, my heart, my soul. Women are created with this incredible feminine beauty. It's inside of us. And taking a journey, a silent breath with you, showed me the goddess I am. As women, we are essentially powerful creatures. And we owe it to ourselves and the young ones to be bold, to stretch our comfort zones, have experiences, and celebrate the colors of being a woman. And I thank you for that, Jaunty.
1: You know Tom Chi talks about the purpose of life and he talks about the purpose of life is to further life and in this I ask myself, I it's become my daily practice and in the same way it's become a question that I share with everybody I work with. What are you bringing to life? Which part of yourself are you bringing to further life? And if we're bringing our limitations, if we're bringing our inhibitions, if we're bringing our fears, if we're bringing our disconnects, that's what we're bringing to life. But if we're bringing possibility, if we're bringing growth, if we are bringing the creation of ourselves and life, that's what we're furthering life. And It's really important to understand that when you do this work and when you do this journey and you go on a spiritual journey, it doesn't mean that your life is perfect. It doesn't mean that you don't feel all of the things that you feel and it doesn't mean that you don't have obstacles and it doesn't mean that you don't have anger and it doesn't mean that life does not throw up blockages and roadblocks because it does and sometimes even more so. What's important is having the tools to deal with those and to keep expanding that, to keep shifting the perspective we have, to keep bringing something different. A lot of the issues of our lives don't change. They come up again and again because that's the journey we've chosen. That's what we're here to explore. When we are seeing these differently, when we're looking at them from a different perspective, when we're able to respond differently That's when we know something's changing. So we go from reaction to response. Reaction is the pattern. And Bruce Lipton talks about the fact that we're actually only conscious about 5% of the day. So think about how much of the day that you're awake and active and engaging with life in whatever way that you do. 5% of that is conscious with awareness. The rest of that is simply playing out a pattern. So the more aware that we become, the more we can see what we're doing. How could I do this differently? What is the best part of me that I can bring to life on any given day?
4: This is my journey. I started seeing John T. um, a couple of years after my husband and I chose to end our long-term marriage. Uh, we were not soulmates mates, and our children were an age to not be um, too much, too affected by it. Um, possibly our marriage could have been saved had I met Donny sooner, but um, I don't think so. And um, one has to be open to to um, to open to things in one's life. Uh, half of my life had been in various roles um, meeting other people's needs um, with love but at a cost to my true self, uh, wife, mother, daughter, friend and I had so much love to give but it ended up depressed um, because of internalizing my emotions and needs. Um, it's still early in my journey but um, I have learned what I've learned has fundamentally changed my outlook to my or a woman's needs. Um, maybe, probably, empowered myself, um, which is strongly linked to being a sexual being um, and leading into spirituality. Um, I now consider my empathetic nature a gift um, um, because I've been empowered to look after my needs first. It's. Um, Shanti has changed the way I look at relationships from a fairly traditional um, upbringing. I now look at them more at possibilities for spiritual growth as well as for pleasure um, with no guilt attached. Um, Still learning, but communication is the fundamental um, key. Um, I really am grateful to have um, been shown the possibilities. being
1: um, in contact with um, Jonti. Many thanks. There's so much in, in what these women are saying, um, and it literally, it's like a life lesson and, and a life journey. One of the fascinating things is loving ourselves, and this is not something we're taught. And I talk about this a lot, that if you did love yourself, think of how different your life would be. Think of the choices That you would make in terms of relationship, in terms of career, in terms of work, in terms of how you would like to live, where you would like to live, the life that you would like to live, the adventures that you would like to have. What of yourself would you express the different parts of yourself that you would bring to life and to the world? And it struck me that loving someone else is actually so much easier in whatever way it is that we do it, than loving ourselves. Because loving ourselves puts the most incredible responsibility on ourselves to express a life of love for yourself. The changes that you need to make to make that possible becomes Amazing. And uh, Gabor Maté talks about self-love as a practice, as an expression rather than a feeling. So the feeling of self-love is very dependent on so many things. There are days where you act with greater integrity and authenticity and love and understanding and compassion and humor. And there are days you don't. And there are moments we do and moments we don't and all of those are going to kind of disconnect us from ourselves in 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 some way with a level of judgment and when it comes to the practice of self love every time you do something that's about a part of you and furthering that and healing that and growing that going to exercise in a way that's really good for you eating well spending time with people who love you who nurture you who treasure you who build you up who reflect you with authenticity healing journey ceremonies of practice spiritual practice sharing yourself emotionally And physically and sexually, authentically, are acts of self-love. And the more we do these with consciousness, with awareness, the more we will do them. And they become a practice. The challenge of this is we look at our lives and we look at how much we've done for someone else. How much we have created lives and careers based on an idea of furthering a family, of furthering a tradition And where does this put us? Who are we in this? And at some stage, we choose to make different choices. And in so many of these journeys, I see one of the most beautiful and important women in my life who is not with us this morning. She's sitting somewhere in a lawyer's office in in Israel sorting a whole lot of, of life paperwork out, is Tamar, who I've watched your journey For a long time, in so many ways, you and I have been through so many different phases of relationship and aspects of relationship and being together. And I see this woman of such beauty and power emerging more and more. I see you being happy in a way that I have never seen that before in you. With York, through York, the adventures, the journey you're sharing, the space that you have to be who you are. And I honor that and I miss you this morning and just send you at the moment so much love and I can't wait for you to be back here. Um.
3: Good morning, John T. Uh, so this is my voice note for your sexual empowerment thing. Um, so. Where did I start with Tantra? Well, I started with Tantra um, when I was actually with an ex-boyfriend. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me start from the very beginning. Um, I've always been interested in Tantra. And I, um, a number of years ago, started collecting pamphlets. And there were articles in the newspaper that I would read about Tantra. And I kept them. Uh, because I was interested, but never really made a phone call or, or tempted to pursue it any further. And it was until a colleague of mine, um, suggested I give John T. a call, um, because I wanted to learn how to give someone the best blowjob ever. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I gave John T. a call, and at that point I was with, um, my ex boyfriend. But what was amazing was that when, I went through all my papers and stuff i I found all the pamphlets and the clippings, and all of them had johnty 's name and number on them so that was quite an amazing moment that I really felt like I had been guided to this person and guided to this to this work that is tantra um, so yeah, I started when I was in a relationship, and then that Relationship didn't work out, um, but I really felt like the tantra was a was a great help to me, um, and really opened up a lot of creative channels for me. And I always said, um, that even if we broke up, my ex and I, I would still go back to tantra, and I did that. Um, but only after a few months of being single and living on my own, and I realised. I needed to. I needed to have an outlet again, um, and a lot of spiritual stuff was coming up for me, and I really needed to. to To find an outlet again, so I went back to Janti. Um, so it's kind of been a bit of an on and off thing, but uh, now it's solid. Um, I have learned so much about myself my ability to just connect and to create and to reflect and to be introspective and to understand myself better and in turn understanding others better and realizing what it is that I am putting out um, and what they're showing me with the mirror that they hold up to me so I really learned so much about kind of what what I am capable of um, in terms of those kind of things, reflecting and learning and growing. Um, this has changed things for me in such a huge way because it means that I can walk through the world in a little bit more of a gentle way, in a more understanding way, and in a way that I can always see see around things. Um which is really cool, is that I have an understanding of people on a much deeper level because I have an understanding of myself in that way too. And I'm still getting there. I'm not like, I'm sure there's a lot more uh, for me to find out with myself, but it's getting there. Um, and this has impacted my life in such an incredible way because my relationships are deeper and the conversations that I have are... Uh, are um, really, yeah, are deeper, or, or they go, they they're not more important, but they definitely they make other people think. The words, the words that we say to one another are not are not light. They are quite heavy in their meaning and their depth, and um, and how far they go in. Um, and I think that lingers with a lot of people. Yes, I have fun and I joke and I, you know, I can really talk a lot of crap sometimes. But most of the time, it's it's really it's really introspective and quite deep. Um, and I think, yeah, in terms of pleasure, there was a time where I, I experienced the most unreal. Pleasure of my entire life um, at the beginning of on New Year's Eve um, 2018 um, and that's kind of what's sticking out in my mind in terms of pleasure but I think I've also been able to explore more and to experience pleasure in each of its kind of little nuances and that you know I've also realized like when Pleasure is completely lacking, and when it's absolutely disappointing and sad and very boring, um, you know. So, it's really interesting, interesting in that way as well. I can be, there's definitely a feeling of, of feeling the different nuances of pleasure with myself and others as well. Um, but being single, it's not very often where I find myself with another which will change I am very sure but yeah I think um yeah that's definitely expanding um and the more the more I work through my own self-pleasure the more I can bring to others as well so yeah I think that's pretty much it i love tantra everybody should do it as a woman it is the most incredible way to unleash your creative energy your creative power your power as a woman because we are so magical we we can literally create another being inside of us like there's so much power that comes with being a woman um and and through working with life force energy with sexual energy it just there are so many doors and paths that are opened up um for you to express yourself and to come into your own i think that's really my journey with tantra i have found is really coming into my own and and realizing the kind of individual that i can be and that i choose to be um it's it's really important and every single day i feel more and more okay with who i am um and that's not easy as a woman because we live in a society where you know it's women must like be a certain way or they are crazy um so yeah i'm crazy and i love it and it's beautiful and i'm the best <laughs> yeah that's me
1: there's just this, within me, this incredible sense of, of, of power of sharing in these journeys. Um, and as a man and as a man involved with women like this and for every man, we have to think of what is the impact that these journeys have on us is that we have to grow. We have to expand. If we are going to be with conscious women, with powerful women, a lot of men have to up their game enormously. They have to expand who they are. Um, and we are so entwined with this, particularly when you're in a relationship, that when one partner starts to grow and they realize how much more it is that they want from life of pleasure of connection, of exploration, of discussion, of communication in in every way of a life journey to explore, the expansion into so many different areas of life. Um, we have to go within ourselves and we have to grow ourselves. And the same thing, to to create a space for a woman to do that as a man, to create a vessel for her to expand. And our connection in this is so deeply entwined. And the power that we have to grow each other with each other from each other has such incredible, incredible possibility for absolutely all of us. In all of this, in all of this comes the heart And the more and more I see that everything comes from the heart. And we're discovering the central power of this for absolutely every single one of us in every day. Living from your heart is living from awareness. It's living from a space of love. And first and foremost, what is that love for you. How do you express that love? And it's not an airy fairy thing. It's not this gentle thing. It's real. And it's strong. And it's vibrant. And how do you walk away from any situation in your life. Having expressed that love. Having raised something. Having raised the energy of that situation. Open possibilities for everybody to walk away with that love. And. I am so grateful for everybody who has shared their stories this morning. Thank you very, very much for opening yourselves for being so vulnerable. Some beautiful things coming up. Um, I am offering something called Intimacy is the Power that Holds Your Relationship Together. It's a long title for a workshop, and everybody talks about how these workshop titles need to be short and glib, but that's the truth of it. Intimacy holds your relationship together. So this is a six-session program that's going to teach you the tools to have intimacy in your relationship, and this is what is going to help your relationship last be fulfilling. Esther Perel talks about the fact that there are no relationship experts. There are simply people who have thought about it more than you. So this is going to give you the tools to become an expert in your own relationship. And that's the only expert that matters. Everything else actually is about somebody else and their ideas. Your relationship is about you and This workshop, the information is on my website, www.eroslife.co.za. It's giving you and your partner the tools to create the relationship that you would like. And I say this so often, and it's so important to say it again. In terms of these journeys and in terms of healing, nobody teaches us how to have good relationships. Nobody teaches us to be good lovers. And that's what this is about is giving you some of the tools and the skills to do that. So I really look forward to sharing that with you. Um, let's go back to our dirty dictionary word of frictation, which is all about men. So frictation is two penises rubbing together facing each other. Thank you very, very much again. And
0: I wish you all so much pleasure this is clefcent dot com